0: The L.A. Kings losing streak is now at five in a row. We talk about their latest loss and losing a player for the rest of the season, that and more on this edition of Locked On L.A. King. You are Locked On Kings, your daily podcast on the Los Angeles Kings. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Kings fans, welcome to Locked On L.A. Kings, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On L.A. Kings your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We'd love for you to leave us a positive comment on Apple Podcasts if you're a fan of the show, and we're also on YouTube. Please like and subscribe if you're enjoying this content. I'm Eddie Garcia, your host of Locked on LA Kings. I've worked in sports media for the past 30 years, 20 plus years at the Fox Sports Radio Network. I'm also co-host of the Puck Podcast, a weekly NHL review show that's been putting out content for the past 17 years and a passionate LA Kings fan for over 30 years, sometimes too passionate. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On NHL for $20 off your first purchase coming up in today's show the kings start their longest road trip of the season six games in 10 days with another loss details and analysis coming up on that we've got an update on phoenix copley and we discussed the goalie position right now for the los angeles kings as they brought in another goalie uh we'll also tell you uh why or where i should say the kings are in the standings in the pacific division as this losing skid continues and why that's a concern We'll also have a rain report and tell you why it's time for a Kings player to be called up from Ontario. But we start with the Kings in the nation's capital taking on the Washington Capitals in D.C. this past Sunday. If you missed it, a quick recap and a quick check of the lines because for the first time, the L.A. Kings made a significant move as far as their defensive pairings. Now, recently, of course, as you well know, I'm sure, the Kings shuffled up their forward lines, Trevor Moore moving up to the Kopitar line, the top line, uh, Adrian Kempe moving down to the uh, second line, the P.L. Dubois line, Philip Deneau going down to the third line with Kevin Fiala. Uh, and so that has been made, those moves have been made an attempt to get the Kings offense going a bit as they're now in, in a bit of a scoring slump and now a, a losing slump. Uh, but we have seen the defensive pairings be extremely consistent to this point. But things were changed really significantly for the first time against Washington. And that was due to the insertion of young prospect, young hopeful star, Brant Clark, into the lineup. He did not just go in for Jordan Spence, who did draw out of the lineup, uh, but Clark was placed on the second pairing with Vladislav Gabrikov. And Matt Roy, normally on the right side on the second pairing, moved down to the third pairing with Andreas England. Uh, I think this was a very. uh, Smart move by Todd McClellan, Trent Yanni, who handles the defense, uh, the coaching staff. Uh, Brant Clark is a very gifted, talented, creative offensive player. Uh, instead of pairing him with, with all due respect, not the most defensive, talented defenseman the Kings have on their roster in Andreas England, pair him with. Uh, a very solid, reliable defensive defenseman in Vladislav Gabrikov. Matt Roy moving down to the third pairing with Andreas Engelin is certainly a solid pairing as well. So I thought that was a a smart move on the move uh, on the uh, part of the coaching staff to have Brandt Clark, who again is is in there for his offense and his creativity, paired up with a very defensive responsibly, defensemen like Vladislav Gavrikov. So as for the game recap with Brant Clark in the lineup for the LA Kings, uh, we would have a scoreless first period in D.C., but in the second period, the Kings would fall behind less than five minutes into that period, but the Kings would respond with a much-needed power play goal, Adrian Kempe's 15th of the season, just his second on the power play this year. Drew Doughty and Andre Kopitar with the assist, and we were tied at 1-1. Later in that second period, Kevin Fiala would give the Kings the lead with his ninth goal of the season. Philip Deneau and Mikey Anderson with the helpers to make it 2-1, but Washington would get the second goal of the period before the period came to a close. We were tied at 2 After two in the opening minute of the third, the Kings would get their second power play goal of the game. Kevin Fiala scoring his 10th of the season, Quinton Byfield with a nice assist and the Kings grabbed a three 2 lead. However, Washington would tie it up and then with just 53 seconds left in regulation score, what would be the game winning goal and the Kings would lose four to three their fifth loss in a row. Checking the game stats in this one, uh, Washington with the 4-3 win. Shots on goal as it has most of the season did favor LA 41 to 34. The power play favored LA, scoring twice with three uh man advantage opportunities, while Washington was just 0 for 1. So a good job by the Kings of staying out of the box and killing off that one penalty that was against them. Uh the face-offs favored Washington slightly, 29 to 28. Block shots favored LA 17 to 13. And the hits. Favored Washington 30 to 19. As far as uh, what head coach Todd McClellan had to say about this latest loss, uh, he said, uh, We're getting tested a bit with our resiliency and our group. I fully expect, with the leadership that we have, that we can fight our way through it. It was probably the toughest one because you don't even get a point. You play 59 minutes and leave with nothing. So, again, another frustrating loss for the LA Kings, but they're not playing terrible, which makes this uh, an interesting situation. Now going, we're going to get more into this on Tuesday's show, but how hot is the seed right now for Kings head coach, Todd McClellan? And what should the Kings be doing as an organization right now regarding the head coach? Uh, Who could potential replacements be? I'm just going to say for now, I think that the seat for head coach Todd McClellan is warm. But it can get hot in a hurry. Uh, it's just warm because, again, of the way the Kings are playing. The results are the most important thing, obviously. But the Kings are not playing awful hockey right now. But they're not getting the results they need. Now they have had a few bad moments that have cost them in games. Overall, though, when you watch the games, it's not like the Kings aren't showing up. It's not like they they aren't fighting. Uh, they are starting to get some results. They were very close against Washington, but again. It is a result-oriented business, and wins and losses obviously are what matter. Again, Kings didn't play terrible against the Capitals. They had some very good moments, uh, but a couple of bad ones that end up costing them in the end. And then when they did have some good moments, they didn't capitalize on those moments. Add it all together, and you get a team that's on a losing skid. But again, not playing terrible hockey. I'm not saying we should feel good about the results, but I'm just saying when you're thinking about a coaching change, when you're looking at the team, I think you make those changes for a few different reasons. One of them is if the team is just not responding to the head coach, if they're not playing hard, if they're not giving the effort required, that's not the case for the Kings at this point, but uh, we'll talk about it more on Tuesday's show. Uh, The seat is warm right now for head coach Todd McClellan and could get hot, very hot, in the near future and it also uh, it, it adding a factor into this is what's going on in the pacific division right now which we'll get to a little bit later on in this show i wanted to share a quick story i don't know if anyone will appreciate this but i've mentioned on this show that i've been a king's fan for over 30 years i i mentioned on the very first show i did that i'm coming at this from a the perspective of a king's fan yes i work in sports media i have for a while uh, hopefully that you know adds to the way that I pres- that I present this show, the the way that I talk about the Kings in kind of a professional manner. That hopefully gives you some insight into what's going on. But I'm a Kings fan just like you, and and sometimes, um, you know, I, I well not sometimes, all the time when I'm reacting to the, reacting to watching the game, I'm a fan. So just uh, a quick story, um, you know, I've mentioned this before. Um, I married to a woman who's a huge sports fan. She is a Kings fan, but her passion is maybe unfortunately for her, the chargers of the NFL first in San Diego, now in LA, and we are season ticket holders. So this past Sunday, they played a meaningless game, the final game of the regular season against a team that's going to the playoffs. They, but all the teams, they played their backup quarterback. There's nothing on the line in this game. And I said to my wife, you know what? I want to sit this one out. Um, I'm not going to go, you go have fun with your friends. I'm just going to stay home. I really don't want to go to this meaningless game. And she was said, that's fine. No problem. So that meant that I watched the game by myself. Now, normally she watches the games with me. And uh, when things aren't going well for the Kings, I'm a fan. I, uh, I complain and I gripe and I sometimes curse and sometimes I'm loud about it. And sometimes she'll give me a look. Now, when she watches the Chargers and things don't go well, she does the same thing. Now, maybe not quite as loud as I am. But she does it too, but of course she doesn't really, I guess she doesn't see that now. Um, but anyway, she was gone. The Kings allowed that goal with less than a minute to play. And uh, well, I took advantage of her not being here. I, I, I cursed uh, very loudly. And I even threw something. I threw my, my uh, reading glasses against the wall, which is something I'm not proud of. Uh, it's, it's immature, um, but it was appropriate. Uh, I, I regret nothing. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm telling the story just, I wonder, you know, if, if what I'm going through is what you're going through right now. Uh, and that is, and what makes it more frustrating again, is that the Kings aren't playing bad, but they're not getting the job done. And you know, they're better than this. We've seen it. We've seen how good they can be. Um, but everything is just extremely frustrating right now. It's something as Todd McClellan said in his quote that they have to fight through and hopefully they have the character in the locker room and that certainly the talent. And we think they do to be able to understand there's still a lot of hockey left to be played. You got to fight through it, keep doing what you're doing and eventually remember the ketchup bottle that it will happen. But right now it is extremely frustrating to be an LA Kings fan. I'm, I'm guessing you're maybe you're not throwing things like me, uh, but I'm guessing you're probably feeling a lot of the same things I'm feeling right now as a Kings fan that loss to the capitals. Losing, allowing a goal in the final minutes, not even getting a point out of it, as Tom McClellan said. Extremely frustrating right now. So as we do after all the Kings games, we're going to talk about what we liked and what we didn't like. We'll do that next here on Lockdown LA Kings, your team every day. Uh, We want to tell you about game time. Because you shouldn't have to worry when you're buying tickets to your next big event. I don't because I use GameTime, the fast, and easy way to buy tickets to all your sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you. I have used GameTime to buy tickets to NHL and NFL games this season, and I am absolutely a satisfied customer. The app is very easy to navigate and use. They've got killer last-minute deals, all-in prices, and the best price guaranteed And GameTime is the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. I love that you can view the seats before you buy them. You know exactly what you're going to get when you arrive. GameTime takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. All-in pricing shows you the total up front. You know you're getting a great deal without any hidden fees. Buy tickets in seconds with two taps on the app. Just download the GameTime app, create an account, and use the code LOCKEDONNHL for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account, redeem the code LOCKEDONNHL, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-H-L for $20 off download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So let's talk about what we liked and what we didn't like from the Kings latest game, a loss, unfortunately against the Capitals, the Kings got off to a great start in this game. They had multiple quality scoring chances. I'm still not sure how Andre Kopitar didn't score a goal that was redirected to him at the side of the net. Uh, Kind of uh, an example of how it's going right now for the Kings when your captain, your leading point scorer, isn't getting a a goal in a pretty easy opportunity. Um, But the start is exactly what the Kings wanted. Well, almost. Uh, The power play. We actually did score uh, on the power play. uh, Two power play goals in this one. Uh, And the Kings, by the way, I saw a graphic on the, on the, the TV broadcast. The Kings actually on the road this year have a top 10 power play, which tells you how bad it's been at home. Uh, But the Kings get two power play goals, so the Kings really could use the power play getting going. Hopefully this is something that gets them going. Adrian Kempe is on fire right now, six goals and six games. That's obviously a good sign. Uh, I think the benching of Arthur Kaliev has really paid off. He's played very well since that happened, skinning with a lot of energy, getting good shots. Uh, Unfortunately, like the team, he's not getting rewarded for his good work. Um, But he needs to stay the course like the team, and hopefully it'll come soon, catch a bottle. Oh, by the way, Brant Clark, his return to the lineup. It got a little bit lost with what's going on right now with the Kings, but he played very well. Uh, 15 minutes, 43 seconds, didn't get a point. He was a minus one, so he was on the the ice for a goal against and wasn't on the ice for any goals scored. He did run the second power play unit, which didn't get a lot of time, um, but I thought he had a very decent game uh, he had one scoring chance, came in the first period, a nice feed from Pierre-Luc Dubois uh, when Clark jumped up into play. Um, I love that he called for the puck, showing the confidence. He did shoot the puck wide. Um, he got into a little bit of a scrum around the Kings net later in the game, showing he's not afraid, and he does have a little bit of a swagger to his game, which I think we like. What did we not like? Well, not finishing all those great scoring chances. The Kings could have probably and should have probably scored at least – two to three more goals in that game. Uh, There was a moment in the third period I thought kind of typified where the Kings are right now. Uh, They were up 3-2. Carl Grunstrom made a great hustle play on the forecheck. He created a turnover, got the puck, fed it out in front beautifully to Blake Lizotte, who's crashing the net. He gets the shot off. It doesn't go in. Goalie makes the save. And right afterwards, the Capitals go down and tie it up. I mean, great work from Grunstrom, a glorious chance for Lizzo, and they don't score. And those chances were being finished earlier in the season, and in particular by the fourth line. But I thought that was a great example of just the way it's going right now for the Kings. That was a great play. They should have been rewarded for that play, but unfortunately they were not. Uh, The Kings get two power play goals and we lose. Uh, The power play, I mean, we can't afford, it's not clicking overall, but when it does click, you got to get two points when the power play is productive, didn't do it uh Pierre-Luc Dubois boy, we did not like a turnover he had in this game that was absolutely horrific uh he had the puck in the king's zone could have skated it out of the zone could have thrown it up the boards decided to put a backhand pass into the middle of the ice it's intercepted and then um uh, Cam Talbot is left two on o, with one of them being Alexander Ovechkin and a give and go and they score into pretty much an empty net that is a absurd Turnover by Pierre Luc Dubois. That's something you cannot do, especially when you're struggling. They, he basically gave the other team a goal, and again, it's a one goal game. You lose costly, costly mistake. A lot of good things, but when you do something really bad like that, uh, it, it's going to cost you. And they gotta they gotta clean that stuff up. Uh, the first goal the Kings scored, um, or I should say the first goal the Kings allowed, was um, not getting back on defense. A two on one allowed. Uh, and they were able to score so not a good job allowing the odd man rush there and i will say something we don't like so far is the line combinations when it comes to the top line Uh, you think when you combine your top point producer and andre kovatar and your top goal scorer and trevor moore that's going to have some immediate results but so far it is not uh, trevor moore has not had a goal since he's been moved up to that top line matter of fact he has no goals in his last four games Uh, How about the goaltending for the L.A. Kings? Uh, All-star Cam Talbot has been amazing this season. Did not have his best game against Washington. Uh, Like the team, not terrible, but not good enough. He led in. The first couple goals he led in um, were not on him. Uh, Like I said, odd man rush, and then the turnover by Pierre-Luc Dubois. But the last two goals that he led in were from distance. The game-tying goal, the game-winning goals, pretty much wrist shots from just deep. uh, The the game-tying goal was from the top of the face-off circle. Got to stop that one. And then the game-winning goal, it did go through Philip Dunno's legs. There was some traffic in front, and it might have been deflected slightly, but it was from almost at the blue line. And you just really hate to see shots from that far out go in when it's not just like a, a, a extreme deflection that you have no chance on. I mean, somebody might have got a little piece of it, but gosh, when it's that far out, and it's just a nothing shot, you're just throwing it on net and hoping something good happens. And unfortunately for the Kings, something good had did happen for the Washington Capitals. Speaking of goaltending, we have an update on Phoenix Copley. Unfortunately, it's not a good one. Uh, we will give you the details on that. And also more involving the Kings and the goalie position here on Locked on LA Kings, your team every day. want to tell you about FanDuel, and the NFL regular season has wrapped up, but there is still some hot playoff action coming up in the NFL, and you can enjoy it all with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets, guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That is $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is easy to use. There are so many different things to bet on, like live same-game parlays, you can find bets in the new Explore tab, make a parlay in the Parlay Hub, uh, the best way to find popular parlays and more. And if pigskin is not your thing, how about a little wagering on some puck. You can bet on the NHL and the LA Kings at any time. Are they going to snap this streak on Tuesday against Tampa Bay? God, I hope so. Uh, you can bet on it. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Well, uh, we, uh, we remember, uh, not long ago that, uh, we had news on Kings goaltender Phoenix Copley he got injured in practice on December the 15th had to be helped off the ice. Uh, we were not given any details of the injury at the time. It was a pretty easy guess that it had to be something lower body, uh, and that it was probably a knee or an ankle because he couldn't put any weight on his foot or leg. Well, on Sunday, uh I saw that Phoenix Copley posted a picture of him on Instagram shirtless sunbathing enjoying the Southern California weather. He also had a very large brace on his knee which was fully wrapped up. Uh word came down not longer not long after that post that Copley had knee surgery and it consisted of an ACL reconstruction. Uh the surgery apparently went well, but he's done for the rest of the season. Uh, the typical recovery time for that kind of injury is six to nine months. Uh, Copley turns 32 on January the 18th, and he will have to rebound from a major knee injury. Obviously, your knees are very important for anybody who's a professional athlete, uh, but especially for a goaltender, you're, you're dropping up and down on your knees. Uh, you got to be flexible. So he's got a he's got a, a significant road ahead. Uh, appears to be in good spirits, judging by his Instagram post, and he did say, I will be back, and we certainly wish him all the best of luck. Uh, however, Venus Copley is an unrestricted free agent at the end of the season, and it's possible he's played his last game in an L.A. Kings uniform. Hopefully that is not the case, um, but if his career is over with the Kings, um, he ends his time in L.A. with a 28-7 and record. He was 4-1 and this season. Again, hopefully that's not the case. Wish Phoenix all the best. He was great last year for the Kings, um, you know. But that coming back from a significant knee injury like that as as a goalie when you're in your 30s, it'll be difficult. But um, again, we wish him all the best. But again, it, the reality is, uh, you know, he's going to miss the rest of the season. He's going to be rehabbing next year to try and come back. Would the Kings resign him in that situation? Probably not uh, you, you know, he would at least have to rehab, come back, maybe get a tryout and show that he's fully healed. And m- then maybe he could sign on with the team. Maybe it's the Kings, but uh, regardless, um, obviously that's, it's very difficult. Uh, you know, it's a, uh, it, we can't really relate to that with our jobs. Right. Um, but you know, you get hurt and you can't work for a certain amount of time. He's still getting paid obviously, but now you got to come back and, uh, and, and try and, uh, resume your career. And, and it's not easy. So we do absolutely wish Phoenix Copley well. Uh, as for the Kings moving forward uh, from the goalie position, obviously it is now David Riddich for the rest of the season. We kind of thought that was going to be the case, but we didn't know for sure how long he was going to be the number two to all-star Cam Talbot. We now know it's likely for the rest of the season. Um, and this is not the first time that uh, that Talbot and Ridditch have been a combination together. Uh, In net, they were together during the 2019-20 season while they were both playing for the Calgary Flames, so they had been a duo before, Uh, so maybe that helps things out a bit as far as their relationship that they have. Uh, So far for David Rittich, uh, he is 2-0-1 in three starts since Copley's been out, a 1.62 goals against average and a 9.26 save percentage. The Kings also made a move, to address the goaltending position as far as depth in the organization uh the Ontario Reign signed veteran goalie Aaron Dell to a tryout agreement so they're they are going to kick the tires on Aaron Dell and see uh you know make sure he's healthy uh, have a physical uh put him through some on ice activities and see if they want to sign him um Dell is 34 years old uh he has yet to play uh, this season, uh, in the NHL or the AHL, he did participate in the Spangler cup. Uh, it's an international tournament, basically for players who are kind of looking for jobs. They're not on NHL or AHL rosters. Uh, in that event, he had a 2.59 goals against the average and 906, percent percentage in four games for the U S uh, was it for the U S or Canada? Actually, probably for Canada. I don't know that for, uh, for a fact, but they, uh, anyway, they lost in the semifinals, but, uh, Aaron Dell last season, uh, was in the San Jose Sharks organization, mostly in the AHL. Uh, in the AHL last year, he had a 3.14 goals against average, an 8.98 save percentage in 38 games. Not great at the AHL level. But again, the Sharks' AHL team is about as bad as their NHL team. Um, he did get into four games in the NHL last year with the Sharks. In his career, Aaron Dell has appeared in 130 career NHL games. So this is a guy who is no stranger to playing in the NHL. Uh, he's played for the Sharks, Devils, and Sabres. His career record is 50, 50, and 13. Uh, his career state percentage, 905, and his goals against average is 292. Now, if the Kings uh, Kings end up signing Aaron Dell for the rest of the season, which is likely, uh, he'll take over the role that David Rittich had in Ontario this season, sharing time with Eric Portillo, the first-year pro out of Michigan, uh, and being ready as a short-term answer for the LA Kings with his NHL experience in the event of a minor injury or illness to Cam Talbot or David Riddich. This would also see Jacob Ingham being sent from Ontario back to the Kings ECHL affiliate, the Greenville Swamp Rabbits. So that's the goaltending situation right now for the LA Kings. We briefly mentioned that the seat for head coach Todd McClellan is warm right now. And that's because in part of obviously the way the Kings are playing, but also something that's going on in the Pacific division. Let us check the Pacific division standings. Uh, Right now, the Vancouver Canucks still in first place with 53 points, record of 25, 11, and three. Vegas is in second place, two points behind Vancouver, 25, 12, and five, the record for 51 points. The Kings still in third place, fairly solidly, despite all the struggles, 20, 10, and six for 46 points. Uh, The Kings still have four games in hand on Vegas and three on Vancouver, but again, you got to do something with those games in hand for it to mean anything. What's going on behind the Kings? Uh, Objects may be closer than they appear. The Edmonton Oilers right now are holding the last wildcard spot in the West, record of 20, 15, and 1 for 41 points, so they are five points back of the LA Kings, but they are red hot right now and have won seven in a row. And the Seattle Kraken, are also hot right now they also have 41 points although right now they are not in a wild card spot they're just on the outside looking in but they've won six in a row at this point i do think edmonton probably is the bigger threat right now but if you're the la kings you want to hold on to one of those top three spots not have to sweat out battling for uh, a wild card spot with other teams so uh, that could play a little bit of a factor as well as far as where the kings are on the standings and do they want to try and make some sort of a move if they continue to lose ground in the Pacific and continue to have Edmonton uh, in their rear view mirror. Uh, Calgary and I'm San Jose, well out of it. They're not going to be in the playoffs this year. Uh, As far as a quick Ontario rain report, the rain went 2-0 this past week. Both wins over the San Jose Barracuda. They shut out the Barracuda on Friday, 2-0. Eric Portillo, 25 saves in the shutout. Akeel Thomas and Taylor Ward with goals. And then on Saturday, they beat the Barracuda 5-4 in overtime. A huge game for Samuel Fogimo. With the hat trick, goals 15, 16, and 17, including the overtime game winner, uh, Jacob Ingham, was in net. He allowed four goals on 25 shots. Uh, According to friend of the show, Russell Morgan from Hockey Royalty, uh, Samuel Fogamo has 16 goals and 12 assists in his last 21 games since the Kings reclaimed him off of waivers. He is red hot right now, and it is time for the Kings to call up Samuel Fogamo. He has earned it. Uh he's been fantastic while in the AHL. And I know we focus on the goals, which is important, obviously, but you know, his all-around game has to be up to the levels as well if he's going to replace somebody in the lineup. But I don't see any harm at all in calling up Samuel Fogimo, sending Jarrett Anderson Dolan to the Ontario Reign, and then having Fogimo play occasionally. Um, you know, I'm not saying you bench Alex LaFerriere or Arthur Cali or Carl Grunstrom or Trevor Lewis. But I don't see any harm in getting a player who's really red hot right now, who's earned an opportunity, get him in a few games here and there and give those guys a day off. There's nothing wrong with that and who knows, maybe Samuel Foggamo can help spark the team a little bit more, but he's earned it. He's earned it by his performance in the AHL. Samuel Foggamo needs to be recalled to the LA Kings. I am sure he would much better much rather be a NHL part-timer than an AHL all-star. He wants to be in the show with the big club, and, and he's earned it. It's time for the Kings to call up Samuel Foggimo Alright, that'll do it for today's show for you everydayers. Those of you that listen and watch Locked on LA Kings every day. Coming up on Tuesday's show, we'll preview the Kings Lightning game. Also talk about the hot seat for head coach Todd McClellan. Uh, coming up on Wednesday, obviously, we'll recap that game. Thursday's show, we'll preview Kings versus Panthers, and then Friday, we'll recap that game and have a fan feedback show as well. All this on a busy week here on Locked on LA Kings. Hope you'll be with us all week long. The email address to send an email is lockedoneddy at gmail.com. If you're watching on YouTube, you can leave your comments in the comment section below. Stay with us uh, and interact with us on social media. We are at Locked on LA Kings on X and on Instagram. I am Eddie Garcia. Thank you, as always, for watching and listening to this episode of Locked on LA Kings, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. We will uh, wish you you a, uh, a good rest of your day. And we will talk to you tomorrow. And as always, Go Kings Go!